1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. And we are going to speak with that person who just coughed. Yeah. That mystery man. Adam Holtz. And we're going to ask you just to clear your throat by singing... Field trip day for us. It's Friday. Field trip day. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) Adam Holt's always good to like take our lead. And I appreciate that about you, Adam. And also uh, appreciate just kind of the takes that you have on films and kind of give us um, kind of an overview of the film and not just a synopsis, but what we can be looking out for as followers of Christ. So what's the first film you want to walk us through? Well, let's talk about Missing, because it's the only one we'll talk about this week that's in wide release. So it should be pretty much in every multiplex. Um, This is a pseudo-sequel to a movie that came out a couple years ago called Searching. And the interesting thing about this movie is the entire movie takes place uh, from the viewer's point of view on a computer screen. And I'll tell you why. So this is a movie about a young girl named June. Um, She's a teenager, high schooler. And she has lost her dad. Her mom, uh, whose name is Grace, has begun dating again and has found a guy that that she kind of likes and seems like it's going swimmingly, as we might say. And uh, wouldn't you know it, he invites her to take a vacation in Colombia. Now, as a child of the 80s, when somebody (laughs) starts talking about vacationing in Colombia, I start getting Miami Vice flashbacks all <laughs> over the place, right? I mean, like, does anybody else think, no offense to Columbia, but I'm just not sure, hmm, maybe Cancun, right? <laughs> maybe. even well. Maybe we go to Alaska and see the glaciers. But no, Ooh. we're going to Columbia, where there are two things, coffee and cocaine. But I digress. Oh. Anyway, you might see where this is going. She goes to pick her mom up at the airport and her mom doesn't show up and Mm. she freaks out, but then she gets very industrious and begins using every technological means she can get her hands on to try to figure out what happened to her mom. That includes tapping into security cam footage. I mean, she goes a long ways and she actually online hires a essentially a private investigator in Colombia to do the footwork in country for her. Pretty interesting movie. Uh, Several people are shot and killed. There's a kidnapping. Not everything is as it seems, not to spoil it too much more than that. Um, But I think the interesting thing about this movie is it really shows us 
our digital footprint is much bigger than we think. And even if somebody is intentionally trying to cover their tracks, man, these days, if somebody wants to find you or track you, they can probably do that. And it's not meant to make you afraid so much as it's a cautionary tale that reminds us, man, this technology is so integrated into our lives uh, and and it's omnipresent, right? I mean, most mm-hmm. of us have our phones with us constantly. Um, and if somebody wants to to use that for, you know, bad ends or good ends, in this case, finding her lost mother, um, they can probably do that. So super interesting movie. I would say it's a sort of, you know, right on the medium scale for PG-13 movies. We've got a fair bit of profanity in that violence that I mentioned. Oh, and she, of course, the second her mom leaves, she throws a raging party at her house, too, um, where, you know, lots of teenagers come over and get really drunk. Mm -hmm. So those are the content issues. Maybe for an older teen, this could be a great conversation starter, I think, if you Mm -hmm. feel like that content is navigable. None of it is, is like crazy over the top but this is obviously not a squeaky clean movie either okay so just some things to be aware of and be cautious about but um very intriguing message it sounds like as well we're talking with adam holtz of plugged in and there's another um movie i'm not sure if it's streaming or if it's gonna be uh, you said not it, it won't be wide release but it's called living yeah this is a movie that stars bill nighy who is a well-known British actor, and even if you don't recognize his name, the second you see his very distinctive and quite British-looking face, mm-hmm. he's got a very serious demeanor, generally speaking, you'll know who he is. And he plays a man who is a, he's a British bureaucrat, he's a paper pusher, and he doesn't really solve problems. He takes requests you know, from people who want stuff from the government. He really never says yes, and he never says no. He just dutifully pushes the paper on to the next bureaucrat. Well, he finds out he's dying and that he wants to live for his last six to nine months because he's got cancer, terminal cancer. Um, And he bumps into a guy who's kind of a hedonist who, you know, takes him to a a show where we see a a tiny, tiny bit of, of skin. We see a woman's bare back. doesn't get any worse than that. And that's probably the worst content here. But he actually isn't really interested in defining living in sensual ways. It's not who he is. And ultimately he realizes, I want to go back and keep working, but I want to do it with a different attitude than I've ever had before. I really want to try to help people um, and to, uh, you know, really make a difference, even though it's a pretty, you know, anonymous kind of job. And so we see him have this new sense of purpose and, and he finds a sense of meaning um, in doing his job differently than he ever has before. So this is not a Christian movie at all. Um, but I love the idea of thinking about our purpose and our identity. And obviously as Christians, scripture calls us to do everything that we do for the glory of God and with his strength and with an understanding that every task, whether it seems spiritual or not, can have an impact. So I think that it really deals with the idea of vocation you know, how am I living? What am I giving myself to? Um, and other than that, that one scene, which is, uh, as these things go, it's it's not the most explicit thing. You could probably put it on network television without editing it. Um, there's really not much else content here. Uh, and it, it could, you know, could be another conversation starter in your family, again, probably for older, older teens, regarding how do we find meaning and purpose in our work? So,
So really interesting film. But Adam, this next film that that is in theaters, it's a, it's a difficult film. So walk us through it. It's called The Sun. Yeah, it's called The Sun. It stars Hugh Jackman and Laura Dern. They are a divorced couple. He is a, a New York City executive. He has been absolutely committed to his career. Uh, he has a very wealthy, very difficult and demanding father, played by Anthony Hopkins, who's not in the movie much, but mm. man, when he is, you see the damage that he de- he did. Um, and uh, they have uh, a teenage son named Nicholas. And at one point, Laura Dern's character comes believe her name's Kate, comes to see Peter, who is Hugh Jackman's character, and says, you know, I found out he's been skipping school, he's depressed, he needs help. Well, at this point, Peter has moved in with the woman he had an affair with, they have a child. He's kind of reset his life and moved on, and he's kind of annoyed that his wife is asking for help. But he quickly sees that that Nicholas is really hurting and has a lot of problems, and he gradually realizes I think, and takes responsibility for, to an extent, how much damage his workaholism and subsequent divorce um, from Laura Dern's character caused his son, Nicholas. And he does everything he can to help his son. Uh, And I'll just say this movie has a pretty hard set of of subjects it's dealing with. It deals with depression. It deals with self-injury. Nicholas is a cutter. Mm -hmm. uh, And it deals with suicide, too. So um, this is uh, not the feel-good movie of 2023. Uh, You have better choices for that. I mean, go see Avatar again, maybe, although maybe not even that one. Um, (laughs) So uh, I think that if you are wanting a serious, thoughtful movie about family dynamics and and one that I think is a cautionary tale about the impact of divorce. Um, This is a a pretty strong movie, but uh, obviously the subject matter here is difficult too. Uh, And so not for the faint of heart, not one that I would sort of give a blanket recommendation to, but I find that this is the kind of movie that I like personally. I like movies that grapple realistically with the hard stuff in life and they keep it pg-13 there's some profanity at one point we see hugh jackman and you know his new or new ish uh paramour making out but there's not a ton of content here other than the thematic elements that i've talked about okay all right well thank you so much for that it's it sounds yeah, it sounds heavy, um, but for those who are really into movies like this that are thought, thought-provoking and and can spur some some uh, conversations, this may be one, but also one to think about. Yeah, and Adam, thank you so much for being with us, walking us through films like this. And uh, as you're talking about this, I was just thinking that there, there might be somebody right now who may be uh, struggling with, maybe may cutting or having uh, suicidal ideation. And I didn't think that we could go on without just saying that if you're struggling through that right now uh, there's help that's available there is a national suicide lifeline and it's pretty easy just um, use the numbers 988 Mm -hmm. 988 there are people right now ready to talk with you to walk you through whatever issue you're facing right now again the number is 988 adam so good to have you with us always on 88.9 moody radio